Karen, can can you do me a favor and say the following line? I think you're going to need a bigger boat. <laughs> I think you're going to need a bigger boat. <laughs> like, isn't it scary that I didn't even ask why? I have to start doing yeah. that. Hey, Karen, well, uh, can you take your shirt off, please? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. Yeah, you know. From Mondays.wop.com, it's Mondays with your host, Carl Franklin. That's me. This is Jeff Maciolik <laughs> here in the studio with Carl, Karen That's Greenwald, me. Mark Miller, and Richard Campbell announcing show number 60. Six hey, we've got a live <laughs> studio audience, so uh, there's people embarrassed right now. It's great. Mondays is produced by Quap Productions, providing professional audio and podcasting services online at www.pwop.com. And now, the man who said, mayonnaise, but I, I thought that's what it for as a police officer dragged him away. It's Carl Franklin. <laughs> Not bad. What the hell was that? Not what did you bad, say to the Jeff. police officer? I, mayonnaise, I thought that what it for was. That's what it was for. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what it for. <laughs> that's not what it's for. Not bad, man. Yes, so I, I wrote the jokes for this show, and uh, if you want to send me an email of hatred, just send it to mondays at pop.com. Like there you, you always do. Yes. <laughs> hey, we're all here again. Isn't that happy? Uh, it's all good. I'm psyched. Mark, man, what have you been doing for the last two hours? Uh, preparing for the show, man. <laughs> what a pussy. <laughs> you bastard. Trying to get myself out of my my dumpster mood into a into a uh, comedic one. Don't be in a dumpster, man. I'm in a dumpster, man. Oh, Don't be in a dumpster. What's wrong? Well, as you probably have heard, Karen, China's cracking down on their people's right to freedom of expression again. And that's got you down, baby? Yep. <laughs> a group of exceptionally hot Chinese ladies have been arrested in Donghai County, an eastern province Dong of Hai. Jiangsu, for performing striptease send-offs at funerals. <laughs> what? Wow. That's got me down, too. The once common events are held to boost the number of mourners. Local villagers believe that the more people who attend the funeral, the more the dead person is honored. <laughs> So wow. let's bring strippers. <laughs> that probably works. Unfortunately, the Why arrest not? could signal the end of this rural tradition. Carl and Karen and Harry Guy and Richard. <laughs> and, you know, I was just getting ready to, to put a uh, plane ticket in with my will. <laughs> anyway, according to local officials, the arrest followed striptease acts at a farmer's funeral where 200 people were said to have attended the event. The members of five striptease troops were held, including two organizers involved in the farmer's funeral. Carl, can you believe that? They have troops in China, composed entirely of strippers. <laughs> Strip troops. 
I can just imagine bands of helpless hot ladies traveling across the land, desperately looking for a poor stiff they can dance for. Ah. <laughs> ah. That's awesome. You know, Carl, when I finally go to boot camp for zombies, I just hope that my wife will finally come to her senses and invite those strippers that keep showing up on my expense reports. <laughs> just like i asked her to yeah. and speaking of my skeptical wife carl i ask you what does a man have to do to convince someone that it is possible to have a legitimate business relationship with dancing ladies with a psychological aversion to clothing <laughs> <laughs> i mean seriously carl am i supposed to treat a hot naked writhing lady with any less respect just because she's hot naked and writhing i think not <sighs> Well, anyway, as well as ordering an end to the practice, officials have also said residents can call the Funeral Misdeeds Hotline, earning a, a reward for information. Funeral Misdeeds. Wow, I wonder if we have one of those in America and what the other misdeeds might be. Mm -hmm. You know, about the only source of, of bright light in this whole dark event is that the Beijing News said that the event was later covered on a Chinese pay-per-view station. Ah. <laughs> Anyway. So I'm bummed, Carl. You know, that's not the only weird thing that happened around the world this week. The Iranian president, Mahmoud Ahmadinejad, say that three times fast, announced that Iran joined the International Flag Football League on Wednesday, August 16th. Did you see this? No. Yeah, the, the International Flag Football League. So you can see a picture of him at a rally before last Friday's game at shrinkster.com slash HQI. <laughs> H-Q-I H-Q-I nice. I think he's saying we're number one There you go <laughs> I'm not sure, but not to be outdone The United States got a team together the following day And you can see the coach of Flag Football Team USA Giving the team a pep talk at Shrinkster.com slash H-Q-J Hmm Ah, very nice yeah. Wow. We're number one. Yeah. I love America. <laughs> America's good. America. I do. I so do. The, the formation of Team USA was not without drama, however. You know, the president thought he was going to coach, but it turns out he's just a ref. And you can see a picture of him at Saturday's game at shrinkso.com slash HQK. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm glad you're not begging on our presidents anymore, Carl. We're getting all that hate mail. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah, hey, sorry, Mike. I have a question, though. What is he holding in his left foot? That's his right foot, I think. <laughs> or something. <laughs> what the hell kind of picture? What site were you at, Carl? I don't know. To get this thing. So, so is that the most exciting thing that's happened to you guys this week? I mean, mm -hmm. I can't imagine it being such a dull week. I found some stuff in the back of my fridge. You know, I noticed that uh, you weren't on the show last week, Karen. <laughs> I, I, I had kind of a fun week. If by fun you mean completely tragic and devastating, yeah. You know what I was doing last week instead of being on the show? Yeah, where what? were you? Yeah, where um, were you? Um... I was watching my house burn down. What? <laughs> nice. But you have an excuse for not being here, though? No, not really. Like some note written from your parent? 
No, no, my parents didn't run. They were too busy weeping for my lost everything. Now, um, let me just tell you guys this for the record. Remember how I used to have like that little fireman fetish? Mm, it's over. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it is. <laughs> it is over. Let me tell you, in real life, there's nothing less sexy than dirty, sweaty fire guys pulling out all your belongings from your char. <laughs> Charcoal house. Uh, it, it, all of a sudden, all the mystique is gone from me. I am uh, completely. I'm going to have to find someone else to have fetishes about because that d- will not do it for me. Uh, Harry nerds. Uh, Harry nerds. Um, Harry nerds. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to suggest programmers, you know. <laughs> I don't not know. Programmers, not programmers. I'm hairy nerds. <laughs> I mean, guys, you um... know, next to firefighters, programmers, I mean, they work out a lot. They got really strong fingers. <laughs> oh, you know, I didn't even think of that, actually. Yeah, there you no, go. seriously. Hey, I have to operate faders a lot and turn knobs. Yeah. Yeah. Knobs. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I'm still looking. Try picking <laughs> some John Fahey at about 120 beats per minute. There you think, go. Think of some more like cool, like, um, yeah. <laughs> I was just coming up with random scenarios like, you know, the cab driver. <laughs> Karen. Cab driver. Karen. And the bag lady. What? You say your house burned down? My house is burned. You're not kidding, are you? No, I'm not kidding. My that's, house is, I don't have a house. I'm, I, that, that's bad. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah, because you know what? I apparently don't have enough drama in my life. Oh, 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 but four days before my house burnt down? Yes. Car accident. Oh, nice. Smashed coming out of the Children's Museum with my children. Happy, fun mommy. Wham! So what was your insurance agency and how can I get my stock out of them? Yeah, (laughs) my insurance agent. And my insurance agent happens to be the husband of a friend of mine. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. He's like, what the f***? I just <laughs> I just transferred all of my insurance to this guy and then a month later it's like bam bam Boom, bam. bam he's like Jesus Christ you know what he said to his wife don't me do me any more freaking favors I don't want any more <laughs> clients from you you Karen so. I think it was the guy on that yacht that burned your house down <laughs> That little cutie with the sailboat. <laughs> I sailboat love him. We do Wait, cutie, cutie. <laughs> you weren't here. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm sorry, Karen. I, I, now, it's it's bad. Yeah. Let's, I mean, let's get to the fundamentals here. Is, is everybody okay? Oh, oh, yeah. We were we were we weren't there. We were on our way. Cam- we were camping. No, none of my family. Nobody was hurt. No pets. No anything. Completely contained in my own house. Not. We didn't like you know. We weren't bad neighbors. We didn't burn down anybody else's house. Yeah. Yeah. We were going to okay. leave a note the next day that said, like, we're so sorry we had a party that got out of hand. Next time we'll remember bonfire outside. Outside. Oh, man. It was so it, we're fine. And all of my none of my pictures or anything was there. But it's just now it's like devastating. And I'm homeless for another year. This was your new place, right? You yeah. haven't even moved into it. Oh, yet. yeah. This is my whole summer long, lovingly restored 1863 house. Yeah. That I've been mm. spending literally like. Like, you know, 40 hours a f-ing week on. Yeah, that one. That yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, total loss? Um, 
Well, the second and third floors are now on the first floor, so that's usually a bad sign. <laughs> that's a bad sign. The good news is huge skylights, beautiful, <laughs> beautiful skylights. And you don't so need to put those stairs in anymore. No, those stairs were kind of pesky. They can be hard on your knees. I don't love them. Overrated I don't love them. stairs. Overrated those freaking stairs. So it's stairs. a ranch now. It's a ranch, which is nice. Who doesn't want a nice ranch? Colonial style ranch. Colonial style ranch. <laughs> Poor Karen. Cathedral and then. Some ceilings. So, you know, yeah. I have a suggestion for you, Karen. You should yeah. put a PayPal donation button on your website. <laughs> That's a good yeah, I've heard that works. Karen's like, what's a website? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Enter what? All right. Um, whatever that. Yeah, do I have a website? That's awesome. <laughs> well, we have a collective website. We could do we could do that. We Maybe should... both of our listeners would donate a couple of bucks and you'd, you know, yeah. at least have something. Well, I, I presume you had some insurance. Well, see, that's the tricky part. Uh-oh. <laughs> Because, you know, you had this insurance guy and all. Okay, we did have insurance, obviously. Yes. But here's the thing. We bought this house, and it was like a total renovating top to bottom. 19th century house. Yeah. Let me guess where the receipts for all that stuff were. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Kind of. So um, the 200000 that we just put into it. Not sure that we're going to see it. And I was almost going to be upset about it. But there comes a point when, like, life has just given you, like, bam, 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 that you just have to say, you know what? F*** it. It's kind Sometime, of funny. At some point, you are punch drunk and it now, doesn't matter anymore. Now it's just funny. Oh, oh, we lost 200000 and um, apparently my kids are taking out loans for college. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> you know what? That's just fine. Because really, at college this point, is overrated. College is overrated. You know what? Eating's overrated. We're totally, <laughs> we're fine with the ramen noodles I stocked up Karen, on. Karen, welcome to my world. <laughs> no, Jeff, no. It is still not your world. <laughs> For the hey. love of God, am I not depressed enough? <laughs> welcome to my world. Nice. That's just what I need. Karen, you could like catch some kind of rare, freaky disease and wake up tomorrow totally hairy. <laughs> and smelly. You pay yourself. You need tax. to buy some rodents and cripple your life for them. Self tax. I'll be buying my own meals then. <laughs> mm. You're smelly right. and hairy. Well, uh, you know, lest we dwell on the on the tragedy this whole show, I'd like to start this show off with uh, things I've learned this week. And Mark, it's it's kind of funny how you brought up zombies because my uh, my 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 bit is all about zombies. No. Well, all right. Man. I've learned that I don't have the required patience to teach basic computer skills to zombies. <laughs> I've learned that the Waterford Senior Center, where I taught said class last week, is Uh-oh. infested with zombies. Oh no. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I've learned that the phrases right-click on the wastebasket and format your hard drive sound exactly the same to zombies. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. I've learned that zombies like Jell-O. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jell-O. That's not in the book. Jell-O. I've learned... That a 10-second air horn blast in an enclosed room intended to get the attention of 59 catatonic, drool-soaked zombies <laughs> has no effect on them. <laughs> I've learned 
that even though zombies can't see, speak, or hear very well due to the decaying state of their bodies, they can still whack you in the nuts with a cane so hard that you'll see stars for hours. <laughs> hmm. Mark, your line is, you should have used the snake shield, Carl. <laughs> I don't talk like that, though, okay? <laughs> I've learned that by the time a zombie loses a piece of its body on the floor, it is in the form of brown solids and yellow liquids. Oh. Thanks, Carl. Oh my Thank God. you. That wasn't necessary. Oh. Here's the line. Here's you jumping over it. I think Carl is jumping on the line and peeing on it. Yeah, he's <laughs> hurling over it. He doesn't even know the line's there. Jesus Christ. Line here. What? Oh, it's way back there. Carl, you just crossed the line and took a big fat dump on the line. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I've learned that most zombies can be completely tamed by the big band sounds of Guy Lombardo or Lawrence Welk. Yeah. Nice. But you have to turn it up pretty loud. <laughs> that's that's Thanks, what Carl. I've learned this week. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we have fun, mm. don't we? <laughs> what the hell was that, Karen? <laughs> what the hell was that? What's going on, man? Is that a product of your strange collapsible nose? What the hell's going on? Collapsible nose? Now, okay, I have to I have to tell everybody. Before the show, uh, Karen demonstrated she has an, a a body abnormality. I know you can't do psych gags on a, on a radio show. I have show. a few of them. I only showed you one. <laughs> Her nose seems to have no cartilage in it. Ah. Wait till you see what she can do with ping pong balls, Jeff. Now, oh my God, Miller, did I ever tell you that story? Oh my God. I, oh no, I never told you that story. Never mind. But so, you have to tell us now. About my nose, it's fully collapsible. Like there's nothing really hard really in my nose. It goes all the way. It can be, it can smush all the way down. So I can get right up against something if I really need to. I was thinking the exact same thing, Karen. <laughs> I know you were, Miller. I was, I was beating like, you there. That could come in handy. That could come in. Now, now, if she just had no teeth. I was just saying that, too. I was thinking, what about her removable teeth? Sorry, honey. My teeth don't come out. All right. Um. Yeah, I don't know what the thing is with my nose, but it completely collapses. Nice. So, I thought maybe that weird sort of noise that she made. All right. Well, Karen, it's your turn, so it's time for Girl! Girl, girl, girl. Wonder what this girl. week's topic is going to be. Girl, I wonder. I think it's going to be a nice, sweet expose. Uh, you know, or sort of a. No, I didn't. You know what? I didn't. I I didn't. I totally didn't. Cause I thought I'm not even going to go there. You know, I've had enough f***ing fire talk to last me a lifetime. I'm You're done, huh? Done. By the time you talk to us, you are I'm done. done. I don't want to live in a house anymore. I don't even want to, I don't even know. I don't want anything to do with anything. I certainly don't want anything to do with fire marshals or investigators or arson. And, no, I'm just kidding. No. Oh my God. We need to totally edit that because I don't like, <laughs> that's just what I need is Mr. Fire Marshal crawling over my ass again. All right. Do, do they actually have an idea of what caused the fire? Yeah, it was, it's, it's from a, 
an older electrical box. It's an 1863 house, and there was some knob and tube and some original wiring. Yeah, yeah and there's some you know 1863 newspaper insulating the 1863 walls. So oh, shit. nice. That's a shocker that it that went had up. some 1863 flammability issues. Yeah, a little bit, little bit of flammability issues, but you know now we know. Yeah, so I mean it's crazy though what they do. They totally like sift through all the crap and it's very and then they interrogate you and you're smitten and it's horrible Karen anyway. I have to ask you this one thing have you learned your lesson about the electric plug in 200 horsepower vibrator <laughs> that it's not safe to use in subcode wiring boys I have to tell you I don't mean to <laughs> is Carl crossing the line again can somebody tell me what's happening? We need to we need to put some bright orange paint on the line because Carl has an issue with visibility. Apparently, the paint. We need a fucking security guard, Karen, on the line. We need an air horn. We need arrows. We need you know those air traffic control people pointing Carl the in the direction yeah. of the line. Hey, it was Jeff's joke. I was just adding some sound effects. That's all. I don't know what all the dildo jokes are all about, but. Dildo. Karen, Karen, I actually have a vibrated. serious question. I have a serious question. No, Carl has a dildo. How did you? How did you find out? Were you just <laughs> driving back home and it's like not there? It's no. kind of like that home show, but the opposite. <laughs> no, this is funny. Oh, well, you were out. No, <laughs> no. Jesus. Wait. Here's the funnier thing: is that my mother-in-law actually goes to the house, right? And so, so Troy. We don't know that our house is on fire, but then I, I check my message. You have 15 new messages. I'm oh, like, Jesus. Huh, I, just, I just checked them a half an hour ago. Huh. And then, you know, so I start to get the, and then the funniest message that we got to tell us about this was she arrived at the house in full burn and she goes, um, Troy, it's mom. Why didn't you tell me the house was on fire? Jesus. <laughs> hey. <laughs> the best message ever. Did you save you that? Ma'am. Is it saved in your voicemail? Oh, it's mail? totally Ooh. saved. <laughs> you, want, you want an MP3 file you can email to your friends? Oh, I should. It was, it was, like, it was hysterical. Carl, it you got to get that message. Yeah, we'll play that next week. You got to do that. Carl, it, Troy, it's, it's my And mom. you're Troy's mom. I'm dumber than me. <laughs> <laughs> Troy? Why didn't he choice mom? <laughs> yeah, oh my exactly. god. Somebody took that talking head song literally. Yeah. Aww. Burning down the house. Aww. Yeah, don't you're not you know, more than three people, meaning four, have played that on my message machine oh, machine. Oh, that's that's great. not funny. It's not funny. Oh, Karen. It's not, not fun. funny. It's not even actually a little bit funny. How do you think funny. David Byrne feels? <laughs> I don't care. He probably has a fucking house to live in, so Frankly, I don't that really doesn't count as a pun if you don't feels. change anything you in the name, this okay? this is not your house, yeah. and that's because, <laughs> and that's because it's not. This is not my beautiful house. This is not my beautiful house. And I, it's so sad. You know, all literally all summer I've been picking out paint colors, and now they're like bubbled heaps on the floor. I've been going to restaurants. Salvage yards and salvaging 1863 stained glass windows that have become stained glass paper. Karen, I'm really glad you don't want to it's... talk about this anymore. <laughs> glad you got the fire thing out of your system. No, I am. I'm done. It's a house. Who cares, right? I don't care. Yeah, f- 
cows. Everybody's alive. I don't even like cows. No, seriously, I don't even. It's Karen, not, I got a great deal in a tent for you. Not a big deal. I'm living right here. I love this booth. Richard, you have in here. I'm going to put my kids in there. We're good. Hey, put them in this booth so, you know, they don't keep you up. We're good. That's right. A soundproof booth? Believe me when I say my neighbors would appreciate me in a soundproof booth. So, Karen, are you going to talk yeah. about anything else? That was yes. crazy. Girl. 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 Now, pretend. Okay, so tonight, as I said, I want to talk about... Other things I did in the past two weeks, you know, <laughs> besides cracking up my car and charbroiling my house. Um, I've been to two concerts this week. Oh, cool. I went to see James Taylor and I went to see Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young. Nice. And the obvious sort of joke here is about aging rockers. Okay, well, not rockers in JT's case, but you know, you know what I mean. Like no. Rockers... I wouldn't call him a rocker, right? But rockers, yeah. here's the thing. Rockers age. Everybody ages, and they may have started out young and angry, but now they're old and maybe still pretty angry. But a lot of people think that they should give it up because nothing is sadder than geriatric rock. But you know what? That's <laughs> bullshit. I said, rock on, my brother. This is what you do. Right. If it was yeah. in your blood when you were 20, it is still there now. I don't care if your kicks have gotten a whole lot lower since your hip replacement. And now, <laughs> and now all of your groupies are premenopausal. F*** that. You were born to rock. And you should have at it until you finally OD or die in a plane crash. It's your right. Now, those are the only two options. Right? Those are the only two ways out. I don't see any other way to do it. Now, the other thing I'd like to say to the people going to these or any concerts, really, is know who you're going to go see. Okay, so this woman at the intermission of the James Taylor concert was like, this is kind of slow paced. Uh, it's yeah. James Taylor. Yeah, honey. Oddly enough, the man didn't change his whole form and style because you wanted to get your groove on at Mohegan Sun. <laughs> then during Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young, a woman walked out and she's like, I did not pay $200 a ticket to be depressed. Okay, yes, you did. Okay, yeah. Love, let me add a few things up for you. A, you were at a Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young concert. <laughs> B, the tour is called the Freedom of Speech Tour. Yeah. And C, our country's at war. Of course they're going to resurrect their anti-war stuff. And the Let's Impeach the President for Lying sing-along was not or should not have been a real shocker. She's like, <laughs> I mean, freedom of speech, yeah, but not when it's like a total bummer. <laughs> That's all I got to say about the whole concert thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah! Girl! Give it up! Girl! 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 Papi Chulo. Papi Chulo. <laughs> <laughs> if so, you pop your Chulo, you probably aired it up too much. I have a fear of that. Have I ever told you that? I have a, Seriously, there are a few things that I really, truly fear. Maybe we can add fire to the list now, but before that, <laughs> I hate... Blowing up tires, because I I really think it's gonna like explode but in my face. You can use pumps with for that, Karen. No, I don't. <laughs> you don't I have don't. to use your lips anymore. I don't put. I probably I would feel better about using my lips than a pump. I won't. I won't fill You've my air with. You've got more control. Can I we take that out of context? Tires? Can we take that out of context, Jeff? Can I get that little bit that you <laughs> yeah, just said I'll send it to you. for my I'll collection? Put that, I'll put that on your tab. That'll Thanks. be on the Karen 2000. There you go. <laughs> Actually, it's the Karen 6900, just so you know. Ah. <laughs>
Doom. Um, yes. Oh my gosh, today I bought a hammock because I figured, I don't know you if I'll have- You need some place to sleep. Exactly. And this is like <laughs> one of those big ass hammocks that could sleep my whole family. Well, I bought it today because I'm like, f*** it, you know. I know there are trees. And, um, <laughs> but it comes, and I wish I had it. It's hysterical. It comes with like a little <laughs> diagram, and the directions are in Spanish, but the pictures aren't. And um, <laughs> and the pictures are like hysterical, like ways that you can use your hammock, and they have people in the hammock configured in all sorts of like bizarre ways. It's like the Karma, Karma Sutra, Sutra hammock. It's hysterical. Oh my I loved God. it, and that's kind of why I bought it because I thought, like, you know, that's. I'm gonna try of- some of these. Yeah. That's a lot of stuff going on for a hammock. You know? Now that there's no TV. Now that there's no TV, I got to, you know, make my options a little broader. Now, by the way, Karen, you actually (laughs) give us a great, great safety tip at the beginning of the show. Before we started, before we started recording, you said that if you want more sex, the secret is... Get rid of your TV. Get rid of your TV. Get rid of the TV. I'm telling you, I haven't had a TV in a month, and... Two to three times a day minimum for the last month. Oh Crazy. my goodness. See, I, I, mean, I just, I like to keep my TV. I just take out the batteries to the remote. <laughs> <laughs> Instant sex time. Because then you have more batteries for uh, whatever you need them for. Yeah. <laughs> okay. He's, see how he saw the line that time? There you Good go. Good boy, Carl. <laughs> yeah. We're proud of you. Here's a cookie. <laughs> Look how much you make progress. Who's my good Carl? By the way, You're a good Carl. I'm good Carl. Did you are. <laughs> hey, hey, Richard. Richard, just in case Jeff is right about the... Uh, uh, the cause of the uh, the fire. Maybe you should look into uh, solar powered vibrators for uh, oh. doors there. How much sunlight? Okay, we're are not they talking about get? the line now, are we? No, no, oh, no. No. <laughs> no. Mark does sprints back and forth across the line regularly. Carl approaches the line and steps over. Whoa! That's because Carl. We still have respect for you. <laughs> not anymore. Not anymore. You're right. <laughs> Do you guys remember when we were doing .NET Rocks and, and when Rory was the co-host? And we used to do a segment called Ask Rory. Do you remember that? Yes. And he also did this on Mondays a couple of times in the early days. Well, anyway, Ask Rory was where where you send Rory Blythe an email asking him a question about anything that's on your mind, and he would answer it a la, you know, uh, Dear Abby. Well, anyway, uh, I want to play a little bit of that, of that uh, Ask Rory and it's very long, and he says it's kind of long, so we'll only play a little bit of it, but here it goes. We've got another one here, and this one, uh, she is long, this one. Um, That's okay. I'm going to try to get through it. All right. So here we go. So this is from Roy Ogborn at Orbonix.com, O-R-B-O-N-Y-X.com. I don't know if that's his site or anything like that. You know, it's just it's just something here that, you know, it's like a domain name. Anyway, so... We got some Ask Rory stuff. So it says, Dear Ask Rory. And you can actually just say, Dear Rory. My name is Rory. You can write Dear Ask Rory if you want to, but my name is just Rory. So, Dear Ask Rory, this is probably asking too much, but I need you. Now that you're working for the richest man in the world to spy a little on the deep, dark Microsoft R&D laboratory that's probably eight miles underground somewhere. It's actually not eight miles. It's 12 miles. To tell me how he does it. So that's the question, actually. How the frick does he do it? I'm talking about you-know-who, Bill. So... Okay, so I want to get rich, too. And I'll bet you do, too, you little techno dweeb. I started my own research lab myself to see if I can do what MS does. Even if it's at a smaller scale, hey, it's a start. 
I even went to EdmundScientific.com and bought me a couple pair of them chromium tip tweezers that are like what I've heard all the mighty through the through the almighty grapevine that they're the exact same chromium tweezers that the Microsoft software engineers use. Yes, the grapevine still exists, and no, Al Gore didn't invent that too, despite what he says. Problem is, I've not had much luck with them yet. Well, unless you count the time I was able to yank that one and a half inch nostril hair out of my head, boy, that'd put a big old tear in my eye. So. So who would have thunk that a person could become the richest in the world because everybody's gone crazy about ones and zeros? I mean, people can't get enough of them, can they? I like the DNR talk you guys had with Mr. Petzl, but man, is he on the wrong trail these days? Analog computers, doesn't he get it? It's the ones and zeros, man. Well, maybe Charles isn't in it for the money. Fact, the richest man in the world made and continues to make his fortune by selling the rest of the world ones and zeros. I can picture these so-called software engineers in the Microsoft R&D lab, probably 50 or 60 of them standing there around this master CD with their chromium tip tweezers arguing about which should be coming next. After they argued for two or three hours about the preceding digit, a one or a stinking zero. I think that's how they do it in the Human Genome Project, too, except those idiots don't get it either. It's the ones and zeros that make the whole world go round. Not genes unless they're made out of denim. I figure that's why it takes so freaking long for a new OS to come out or the next version of Office, because these guys keep fighting over if it's a one. No, it's a zero that comes next. So is the next sequence one zero zero one one zero 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 one 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 or one zero one 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 zero 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 one one? He goes on and on. And then there's this tester guy. He keeps making a quick copy of the Microsoft Master CD, and the rest of them ask him, "Does it boot now?" He shakes his head. They rearrange the last couple of ones and zeros that they've been arguing about for the past three hours. Then again, they ask, "Does it boot now?" When the computer product, when the computer produces some sort of screen, it begins. St- begin starting they all cheer like at a nasa mars landing knowing they've got the last <laughs> sequence right then they go back then they go back at it and add a few more digits the rest of us dummies have been brainwashed by microsoft into making computers actually do something useful the hard way using tools like vsnet vbnet c sharp that framework thing and god forbid uml modeling oh wait that was something else anyways boy they have us fooled it's the freaking ones and zeros anyone at intel or amd will tell you that so I need you to find out, like, do they write all those ones and zeros on a whiteboard first, then argue for a few hours, erase and rearrange, then place each one carefully on the master CD with the chromium tip tweezers? How many of those highly secret guys are there? Do they wow, run, like, long. continuously with three shifts of workers? Or is it just Bill himself with his buddy Steve that placed the ones and zeros? Is it that secret that they're the only ones allowed near the chromium tweezers and the ones and zeros? And are their tweezers really chromium tipped? And how do they put the ones and zeros on DVDs? And where in the hell do they get them ones oh and zeros? God. Are they, like, shipped in from some secret mine in South Africa? That's what I've heard. Now, what about DVDs? Are the tweezers for them, like, really, really tiny or what? Do they actually have to put the zeros on the DVD? Or do they forget about them because they're already there? So they just worry about where exactly to plop, plop each and every one. And once they get all of them on there, how do they rewind the friggin' thing without having all the ones fall off? I bet Bill would be pissed if that happened. Sorry, I just have a lot of questions about this stuff. I figure if Bill can do it, then why can't we? What's kind of maddening, though, if you think about it long enough, is that if you figure a randomly even distribution of both ones and zeros that Bill sells to the world, at least when you get a one, you're getting something. But the stinking zeros, what are they? Nothing. So go figure. Half of what Bill makes his fortune on, and we, like idiots, buy him like there's no tomorrow, is absolutely nothing. Zero. Zip. Nada. The guy's a freaking genius. Absolutely genius. Half of Bill's billions come from selling nothing at all. Genius, genius, genius. It makes me sick. Why didn't I think of that? It's so stinking simple. What an ingenious scheme. Who would have thunk? Anyway... 
I see you guys at Franklin's Net, Hata Carl in the Oaf in the Sound Room, are trying to get on the same bandwagon. I noticed that when I listen to your show, that all you guys are doing and sending down the wire to my PC here, the same friggin' two things, a bunch of ones, ones and, and zeros. zeros yeah. Nothing else, just a bunch of ones and zeros. And the same goes for you. Half of what I get from you is stinking nothing. Okay, arguably nothing is not equal to zero, and null is null, and null is nothing, but null is not equal to zero either. But technical, <laughs> schmecknickel, I don't care who you ask, a zero ain't nothing. Well, wait a minute. Oh now, I'm God. freaking confusing myself, but you get the point. I mean, if the freaking bank says I have a zero in my account, <laughs> I'm in batch. trouble, right? I'm thinking you guys at Microsoft, hey, I know you're the new guy and all, but still, and especially <laughs> you guys at Franklin's Net could take the higher path. I mean, it really pisses me off to no end that Larry freaking Ellison is scamming lots of idiots on the same ones and zero thing. I don't mind that Bill does it. I like Bill because he's just a likable kind of guy. But Larry, no way. So I was talking about the so I was talking about the higher path. I mean, how about you guys streaming down not all the time, but just once in a while like a two or something. I think the world would really appreciate a two now and then. And who knows? Maybe there's a market for twos out there and you can be rich like Bill. In fact, I know a lot of folks who go who just go nuts to buy a little two right about now. People are getting tired of ones, not to mention that other low life number. And like once year hey send us a stinking three why don't you yeah, so that's my question for you tonight Roy what do they do in those underground Microsoft labs with those chromium tip tweezers and how do they get all them ones and zeros on those CDs that everyone's clamoring to give Bill money for oh and how God. long do they argue about it before they place down the next one or is wow. it a zero what's They're their screwed, big secret mm -hmm. <laughs> I told you awesome dude. how many pages was that is that it yeah that's it oh that's it um it was a little long God <laughs> wow. Wow. But anyway, what we actually do, the so big live. secret, is we actually take those tweezers and we find people who have good ideas and we just twist their nipples with the tweezers until they tell us all their good now, ideas. So what I would recommend you do, if, if you want to get, yeah, get rich like Bill, you just go find somebody, you like their idea, you grab them, you sit them down in a room, you tie them to a chair, you get that one single light bulb in the center of the room, and you just get out those chromium tip tweezers, and I would say give it about a 90-degree crank to the right just to see yeah. how it goes. All right, Now, if they start talking, then you're, going, you're getting somewhere, okay? Mm -hmm. Now, if they don't tell you anything or if they say, I don't know what you're talking about or I was just doing my grocery shopping, you crazy lap. man, and you pick me up without asking, what what you do is you twist it again. You get it around about 180 degrees. Okay, now you got to be careful because at this point you might torque it enough, and uh, you could rip the whole nipple off. Okay, and you don't want to do that because you don't have a nipple there. You got nothing to twist. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah. So what you got to do is you just got to kind of be careful and just give it a few good jerks. And if they don't say anything, then you know you can probably just talk to the last guy who's into chopping people up and stuffing them down garbage disposal. So that's Ask Rory for the week. Thank you. Wow. That's awesome. I'm writing this down. What was after the 180 degrees? Oh my God, man! All right, are we, so are we live again? We're live again. So that was that was uh, something else. Well, the guy who wrote that letter uh, just happened to be here this week uh, as Michelle Rubustamante was teaching in class. Roy Ogborn, and uh, he's here in the booth with me now. Hi, Roy. Hey, how are you doing? So, uh, first of all, you enjoyed the class? Oh, it was a great class. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She's she is one one smart gal, man. She turned your head around. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, more than once. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> MLB is great. So yes. anyway, um, lest we turn this into .NET Rocks, how, was, uh, how, how the heck did you write that? I mean, do you write like that all the time? Do I write like that? Uh, no. I mean, you know, here's my biggest fear, right? We've got this whole world, 
and everything is all centered around these little stinking ones and these little stinking zeros, right? And they're going down these little wires and they're going everywhere. It's like a tube. <laughs> no, it's a truck. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, now I have it under authority that, um, you know, Al-Qaeda, you know those guys? That, they they heard of them, yeah. Yeah, they don't listen to the show, so I can say this here. But, you know, the whole world economy could be destroyed instantly if somebody would just take one of those twos or any other number you could think of other than one and zero and shove it in a wire. E-commerce and the whole, I mean, Wall Street, <laughs> everything, everything shuts down. Actually, you know, Al-Qaeda it, does listen to the show, man. <laughs> we got an email from him yesterday. Yeah. You did? Oh, shit. Dang. I keep getting hate mail from bin Laden, man. He tells me he's going to kick my ass, and I'm just like... Uh, Excuse me, did I just paint a giant red target on my butt? Did I do that? that last statement? <laughs> All right, so I got to ask you, seriously, Roy, how long did it take to write that? To write that letter? Uh, seriously, about probably about three hours. Oh, my God. That sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. It, it took takes... about that long to read it, too. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was a long letter. It was a long letter. Well, anyway, Roy, I just wanted to uh, give you a little... You know, limelight here, and and uh, all the fans really appreciate the smile that that gave us. That was uh, that was great. Yeah, I tell you, when Rory read that letter, <clears throat> I was parking my car in a parking garage under a building. You know, they got these <laughs> concrete posts and walls all over the place. And I'm coming around the corner. I'm playing it back on my MP3 player. It's the first time I heard it. And uh, so, you know, you, well, everybody knows Rory. There's just no way you can freaking <laughs> anticipate what the heck is going to come out as an answer. So I had no clue what was coming. And my eyes were tearing so much that I was laughing so hard. I swear, I almost crashed that car into one of those concrete poles. I just, I couldn't see. I couldn't, and people were behind me, you know, trying to get through the part. It, it was wild. So, Well, while you're on the microphone, you got anything you want to push? Or promote or milliseconds. <laughs> Shut up, no, Mark. You guys are great. That's all. That's all right, Roy. Thanks for stopping by. Thanks, Roy. <laughs> You're welcome. Thanks, Roy. That guy's fucking psycho, me. man. He can't hear me now, right? He is fucking psycho. <laughs> psycho man. I heard that. <laughs> You're supposed to take the headphones off the guests really quick so I can make a comment, okay? Next time. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll, uh, I'll take that out in post. No problem. I'll take the headphones off of him and when I'm editing the show. That'll work. <laughs> Thanks, Jeff, for saving my ass again. Also, cut out the bit for Bin Laden for those Al Qaeda guys that are good downloading. Hey, no problem. I'll take that stuff right out. Thank you. All right. Well, I think Karen had to take off. Uh, it's getting kind of late here, but uh, Mark, time for people dumber than me. This is uh, where Mark Miller finds all the people making the news that are dumber than him. He figures if they're dumber than him, they're also probably dumber than you, and will therefore make you feel a little bit better. About By the way, Carl Franklin, this is dumber number 60. I've done 60 of those to that same f***ing stupid intro theme song. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think you could give me my new theme song, please, sometime in the future? I, I, uh, your line is, uh, Mark, I'm just a f***ing <laughs> idiot and there's no... Nah, I'm just kidding. All right. Um, <laughs> I got one story for you tonight. It's called, I think I'm going to step out of my van in this lightning storm and get closer to nature. alistair fellows 43 year old man from the uk found himself sitting in his van in the middle of a lightning storm in the middle of england last week bored out of his mind he decided to go out for a walk mr fellows opened his door felt the refreshing rain hit his face 
stretched out his arms and was immediately struck down by one million volts of pure unfiltered lightning bolt. Ouch! (laughs) (laughs) Ah, but Mr. Fellows was no ordinary man. Let's take a moment to review this man's history. Mm. At the age of 12, Mr. Fellows suffered a shock as he pulled a plug from a socket. Hmm. That was a little sound effect I added there because we're on such a cheap budget that Carl can't afford <laughs> a real electric volts sound effect. All right. Later in his teens, Mr. Fellows broke his skull, not one, but on two different occasions. At age 22, Mr. Fellows sliced through live cable of his electric lawnmower. At age 26, Mr. Fellows hacksawed through a shed cable that was live. And when he was 33, he fell in the shower and was forced to go to the hospital to have a toothbrush extracted from his ear. Oh, oh, <laughs> ouch. man. According oh, to Mr. Fellows, quote, that one was embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. And you know me, I'd be like, you know, the, the brush part was sticking out. I'd be like putting toothpaste on that just for fun, you know, for artistic balance. <laughs> Later, in 2004, Mr. Fellows was comically injured when he was hit by a truck. <laughs> comically? How is comically? Well, sorry, look, Carl's line, not yours, Richard. <laughs> Carl's line is comically injured. Well, Richard could do it just as easily, and he just did. Yeah, but Richard doesn't... It's not as funny when Richard looks like an That's idiot. That's because you're going to say, Carl, you're <laughs> such a f***ing idiot, right? That's why. <laughs> Carl, you're really sensitive, and I don't, I don't think it's warranted in this case, all right? <laughs> Just trust me. <laughs> Comically injured? That's your line. All right, here we go. Ready? Comically injured? What are you, a f***ing idiot? <laughs> <laughs> Give me my f***ing theme song and you'll stop being a f***ing idiot, okay? <laughs> yeah, Carl, comically injured. <laughs> you know, when your entire body is in a cast and then some kid comes in and asks you for some money, but you don't have any because your body's in a cast. So he pulls on the rope supporting your plastered limbs just to hear you scream. That's comedy, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which brings us to this lovely day last week when Mr. Fellows stepped out of the van and raised his arms to the gods. According to Mr. Fellows, quote, there was a flash and the thunder and lightning came at the same time. I didn't realize anything had happened. Hmm. Mm. Let's see. Now, if I recall my high school physics correctly, light travels at 186,000 miles per second, while sound travels at about a mile every five seconds. So to calculate the distance, it would take the time between the thunder and the lightning, which was, let's see, that was zero seconds. Uh, that means the lightning was, uh, hold on, just calculating this. Ah, um, uh, here it is. The lightning was all over your ass, you f***ing moron. <laughs> According to Mr. Fellows, quote, my arm started to swell up and my wife noticed that there was a mark on my arm. Now, co-workers have nicknamed Mr. Fellows Flash, Lightning, Sparky, and Goat F***er. (laughs) (laughs) That last name is from an earlier incident that Mr. Fellows declined to elaborate on. (laughs) Mr. Fellows was left with slightly impaired hearing and sight and a pretty nasty burn mark around his ass where the electricity left his body. (laughs) Mr. Fellows says, quote, People just can't believe how lucky slash unlucky I am. My wife is going to get me a crash helmet for my 50th birthday. (laughs) Crash helmet? Hell, I'd give you a ball-peen hammer and watch you go to town with it. (laughs) 
<laughs> so, Mr. Fellows, you socket pulling, skull breaking, live cable cutting, <laughs> arm lifting, human lightning rod, toothbrush, ear stuffer. <laughs> <laughs> you, sir, are dumber than me. Yes, yes you, you are. are. <laughs> Damn, Mark, that was enough funny for three dumber than me. Enough dumb, too. Enough dumb. Let's move on to Richard the Toy Boy. Richard Campbell finds the weird, the wild, the wonderful, the toys on the internet. Weird sights, weird toys, good toys, bad toys, scary toys. Richard! Yes, sir. And I had a special collection just for Karen and she left, but we'll enjoy them without her. Okay. We'll begin today... With a Japanese toy. Well, it's not really a Japanese toy. I'd call it more of a Japanese bad habit. Shrinkshow.com slash HQL. Hotel Quebec Lima. I was thinking about using the word happy as an adjective. Happy quality life. So this guy makes guns out of paper. Yeah. Real guns, Richard? Well, they're modeled after real guns. They shoot paper bullets. They're real enough that if you held them in your hand and pointed them at a cop, he'd kill you. Yeah. <laughs> Which really makes it a dumb thing to do, Future seeing how you're holding me. a paper gun. I would scroll down to the bottom because my personal favorite here would be the paper browning 50 caliber machine gun. <laughs> wow. Yes. It's impressive. Uh, he made an AK-47 to scale out of paper. Huh. See, the problem with a talent like this is you can't show anybody. You'll get killed. Right. <laughs> what kind of thinking is that? Yeah. Dumb. It's a dumb toy. Future Dumber Than Me star. Yes. We'll get a chance to see him again probably... In some kind of obituary. This is cool, Richard. He's even filed down the paper serial numbers on these. <laughs> <laughs> and I like the little paper bullets he made, too. Those made me happy. Yeah. Happy, it's not happy. That bad. All right. Uh, let's get into the house collection of things I think Karen needs to buy. Ah. Because, you know, she doesn't have a house anymore. Yeah. yeah well, let's start with a house. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Here's one, shrinkster.com slash HQM, Hotel Quebec, Mike. From the fine folks at Angry Associates and the Angry Store, the Celebrity Scale. I love this. That's right. You step on the scale, it tells you what celebrity you're the same weight as. And unfortunately, the photo is so small, you can't really read it. The other one I can make out clearly is at the end of the scale, it says... Mr. Ed. <laughs> and notice Roseanne is right next to Mr. Ed. Shelley Winters. And I would not have put Roseanne there. I would have thought for sure that Marlon Brando would have been right before Mr. Ed, or maybe after Mr. Ed. <laughs> maybe after. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Gizmo's over there on the right on the on the lightweight side of things. Mm. Oh, that's cute. So, there you go. Don't get the scale wet. Gizmo. I like the name of this store, though, by the way. Angry Store. Angry store. That sounds like something I could pick up some stuff at. Let me take you to another th accessory that I think everybody needs a good collection of from a person you'll recognize. Shrinkster.com slash HQN. Hotel Quebec, November. Yes, 
It's Art Lebedev and the yep. Tetris Fridge Magnets. I like these. That nice. is awesome. These are good. You need these. That yeah, is really I need rad. Those. Isn't that great? Yeah. Tetris Fridge Magnets. Everybody needs some of those. Now, here's another device that every home needs, but probably most of all, Jeff's. Shrinkster.com slash HQO, Hotel, Quebec, Oscar, and Maryland Electronics, and the Sonic Boom Sweetheart Alarm Clock. That's right. It's heart-shaped. It's multicolored, and it has a bed shaker attached to it. Ooh. Bed shaker. That's right. So you mount this onto your bed. It shakes your bed, and the maximum volume of the alarm is, ahem, 113 decibels. That's really loud. Wow. This will wake you up, (laughs) even if you are a hairy sound-mixing freak. (laughs) Yeah. So how is the bed shaker supposed to make me want to get out of bed? (laughs) If you're enjoying it, you're putting it in the wrong place. It's supposed to go on your bed, not in your pajamas. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jeff, that it. is not a suppository. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving right along. Into the cool toy category again, but yet another item for your house. Things you need. Shrinkster.com slash HQP, Hotel, Quebec, Papa. And the folks at Kloss who don't sell things very often, but they are selling the D-Light table. This oh, I like is this. awesome. So this is a coffee table that when you take your fingers to it, it sh- leaves behind a trail. It also, if you have a glass on it, there's a like a picture of a circle of light under the yes. glass. This is awesome. Very this is cool. Totally awesome. Can you imagine so, this? So uh, 1,200 British pounds, so somewhere in the neighborhood of about 2,000 U.S., and the guy's basically saying, look, you know, normally I only make art, but I need to eat, so I'll make you one. Send me money. Yeah, I just heard uh, three or four uh, Web 2.0 companies uh, just bought a bunch of these, and uh, oh, wait, up, up, there they go. They just they just went out of business. They just died. Yeah, <laughs> there, there we go. Well, that's a... That's a great joke, man. Very sick. Very sick. And one last housewares item that everyone must have, and I'm afraid I love these so much, I may just be sending them to Karen as a housewarming present, now that she's not here. Shrinkster.com slash um, HQQ hey, wait, 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 Hotel. Wait, 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 Richard, don't you Go think ahead. she's had enough presents that have been warming her house up? Uh-huh. No <laughs> more housewarming for her. Shrinkster.com slash HQQ Hotel, Quebec, Quebec. And the from Uncommon Goods. I love it. The Gnome Be Gone. Oh, I love, I love it. it. Yeah. Wouldn't you love to have this on your front yard? This is a beautiful thing. And you could take like little broken gnome pieces and stick them in their mouths and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that beautiful? Oh, I fucking love this. Yeah. That's why I saved that one for the end. I thought she'd enjoy that. And oh, then man. she left. With it for Dang my neighbor her. Bob and all his f***ing flamingos, man. Get some flamingos up there. We could replace them in his yard Flamingo in the Flamingo be gone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got a couple of expensive music toys for you. I'm going to give you the one you're going to go ooh about, and then we'll move on to the one you're going to go, oh, what the f*** about. Okay. So, shrinkster.com slash HQR, Hotel Quebec Romeo. And the folks at Slim Devices. Ah, Makers of the squeeze hmm. box now making the transporter because sometimes you want to spend two thousand dollars on an MP3 player. <laughs> yeah, Not all right. the time, but sometimes. Sometimes. Why did they use the word audiophile with the word MP3 in the same sentence? Let's what think is about wrong that with for this? a minute. Yes. 
In, in case any of our listeners are uh, technologically impaired, MP3 files work by reducing sound quality, and audio files are uh, people who have too much money and not enough brains. So, yeah. Wait, I thought uh, I thought an audio file was somebody who had sex with stereos or something like that. <laughs> Am I wrong? All right, no, are you Mark, ready for this? Just you. Are you ready for the limit? Yeah, we're Shrinkster.com slash HQS, Hotel Quebec Sierra. From the guys at QRS Music, specialists in player pianos, comes the player violin. Wow. I like that. Are you kidding me? I like it a lot. So this actually plays a violin automatically. Only awesome. 17500 bucks, That's baby. That's pretty wild. See, now that's a lot less than it would cost to put your kid through music school. <laughs> <laughs> and he plays so much better. That's what I'm saying. You don't have to, you know, live through all of those horrible, you know, come see me at the school, Dad. It's oh, like, yeah, better be yeah. good, kid, or I'm walking out. All right. One more toy. And you are not going to believe this one. Shrinkster.com slash HQT. Hotel Quebec Tango. The site and the product. Human car. The human car. This is a four-seater prototype car powered by humans. We'll do 60 miles an hour. Wow. Wow. Human powered. Is that downhill? (laughs) Well, the funny thing is when you watch the videos, those guys are going downhill a lot in this thing. Yeah. (laughs) It's funny how that works. Yeah, that's, uh, huh. Anyway, they're looking at actually selling this. They're they're coming out of the prototype phase. They're going to run between about five and six thousand dollars a shot. Ooh. They'll have a body on it. The photo here, of course, is just a frame. Four people pulling on these little bars to power the thing. Of course, what's clever about it is that they figured out a way that everybody pulling at their own rate actually produces a useful amount of power. Ah, that's, that's pretty sweet. cool. That's oh, nice. you know. I, I figured out I know why it's going downhill, because we live in the future, and everybody knows 50 or 60 years ago you had to hike uphill both ways in the snow to get to school. We're all going downhill <laughs> from down, here. Yeah, it's downhill. We're going to nip that walking uphill both ways problem in the bud. That's Wait, what technology's going to bring. The butt? Is it going to nip it in the butt? That's I would prefer nipping in the butt than the Hey, man, butt. I held off on saying co- chromium tit tweezers. You can hold <laughs> off on saying nipping in the butt, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Carl, carry us out, because I'm out of here. We're done. Thanks for playing. That's a show. Please insert another quarter and try again. It's game over, man. Game Game over. over. (laughs) So that's a show. I'd like to thank everybody who's involved in the show. Karen, good luck finding a new house. Good luck, Karen. Richard out there in Vancouver, British Columbia, Mark in California. Jeff in the studio. Karen was in the studio. Roy Ogborn was here. And Cindy. And Hi, Cindy's Cindy. in the studio, too, wondering what the hell am I in for? And special guest recorded voice, Rory. Rory, Rory Blythe, Bl- right. All right, have a good week. Be kind to each other. Don't fall off the wagon. Woohoo! Don't! Bah! Bye.